This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to In My Heart, a podcast truly about all of the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. Be sure to stay tuned after today's interview for Holla Back. That's my Q&A where I'm answering questions from my listeners, so be sure to stay tuned. Bobby Brown is a beauty industry titan, period. She's a world-renowned makeup artist, a best-selling author, a sought-after speaker, and serial entrepreneur. As a professional makeup artist, Bobby created 10 simple lipsticks that evolved into a global beauty empire. She's written nine beauty and wellness books. She's a New York Times best-selling author. And since leaving her billion-dollar company, Bobby Brown Cosmetics, in October 2016, she's gone on to launch Beauty Evolution. She was certified as a health coach through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, my alma mater. And she has returned to her roots as an entrepreneur with her latest endeavor in beauty, Jones Road, clean, simple, smart beauty products for all ages, skin types, and skin tones. I am so excited to have her on my show. Bobby Brown, baby, you're in my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, you're a global star when it comes to what we look like. You're a global star in terms of explaining clean beauty, explaining how, you know, less is more sometimes in in what you kind of curated in, in terms of clean makeup. I mean, you are known for it. So I guess it's a natural evolution that you would say, hey, listen, what we're putting on the outside counts, but what we're feeling like on the inside is really important to us. And I can just imagine that was part of your progression. But but let me not put words in your mouth. Will you tell us a little bit about it? So all the years that I was doing makeup and being a beauty expert and teaching women how to look healthy and teaching you know, women how to get their glow... I also, at the same time, really was understanding what food does and what lifestyle does. And I was always researching it. I was always trying to figure it out, you know, personally for me, you know, raising three kids, living out of the city, 
having a high powered career. There was a reason I had so much energy and I think it was because how I fueled my body and I knew what felt good, what didn't feel good. So when I left Bobby Brown Cosmetics, I had my ninth book to promote and it was the first book that was not about makeup. It was really about what you put in your body really affects how you feel, how you look. So I found IIN, my sister graduated from there. I went, I went to school there and, you know, I just was on a journey of my own and Evolution 18 just kind of, you know, pretty much evolved from there. So when I uh, graduated from INN, I was really angry. I was mad about the propaganda that we're feeding and poisoning really people uh, in the wrong direction of health and wellness, you know, like diets, for example, you know, they're just all theories. And, you know, the guy who believes in juicing, you know, really is passionate about juicing, same as the guy who believes in a paleo experience, you know, and so they're very passionate about their theories. And most of the reasons why is because it worked for them. But we're all very different. We're bio-individual. What works for you may not work for me. And so finding our own speed, you know what I mean, and how we're fueling our bodies and the choices we're making at the grocery store, at the restaurant, I really felt like I had to use my platform to kind of stand on the top of a mountain and say, listen, (laughs) I've got some answers for you. You know what I mean? Like you don't, it doesn't have to be that hard. You don't have to suffer so much. Let's kind of trial and error through it together. Is that what you felt like a bit? Well, I don't think we have answers. I think we have options. And what I learned, you know, going through IIN was yes, the same, that everyone is different. What works for one doesn't always work. And also we go through different things at different times in our ages or at the year What works for you one period might not work, but it's about the better choices that you make on a daily day. So whether you are someone that's never exercised, well, I'm not going to tell you to go to a spinning class, but get out your sneakers and go for a walk. And while you're walking, talk to your friend, make sure you have connections. All those things matter. It's not just about eating fruits and vegetables. Right. Well, that's one of the things that we learn at our school is that it's a full plate of health and wellness. You know, if your relationship is on the outs and you're stressed out from your relationship, you can, you know, eat as much leafy greens as you want to, but you may not necessarily be healthy. You know what I mean? You might not be feeling good and you might be stressed and you're holding weight because of that. You know, I just went through, you know, menopause, you know, perimenopause was, I just turned 50 and it was a, it was very real for me. I mean, my emotions were out of control. Control. The hot flashes weren't were the, like the mild part of it. You know what I mean? It was like so trying to understand that and how I'm balancing how I'm feeling. You know, with my food, it really was a struggle for me, and I needed new answers. To your point, you know, the ones that were working for me three months ago stopped working. Well, I am now sixty three, so I went. Yeah, I went through perimenopause at forty eight. Had my third child at forty one. I look, I wish that I was 48 now. <laughs> I wish I was 50 now, but I'm not. And I'm, I honestly feel better than I've ever felt because I just, I know more. Yeah. I know more, but I'm, I'm still someone that likes to learn and likes to try different things. And I do not believe in one way. I refuse to ever say I'm a vegetarian. I'm paleo. I refuse to do that. Like Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes. I'm sorry. The tomatoes in the Hamptons are the most delicious things you've ever, ever tasted. tasted. 
And, and I don't want someone saying, oh, you shouldn't eat that because it's, you know, whatever and inflammatory. No, I'm going to eat a tomato. And guess what? I'm not going to eat birthday cake because I don't feel good when right. I eat cake. If I loved it that much, I'd figure out how to fit it in. Mm-hmm. I think that that's right. Let's go back a little bit to what it was like, because I, you know, even though we're, we've had very different careers, like I always felt a little bit in step with you in, in the sense of we had very busy lives. You know what I mean? We were running, you know, big, I, mine wasn't a multi, you know, billion dollar empire, but multi-million dollar empire. And having lots of people reporting into you, having the stress of being a parent, being a, a, a mother who's working like on a plane all the time, balancing all of that and looking back now at all of that, what advice can we lend? I want to talk a little bit about the next generation of jugglers. You know, part of me feeling better is also making some new changes in my life to calm it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Well, unfortunately, you don't have to learn to calm it down until you need to learn to calm it down. So, yes, I would tell my younger self to breathe, to chill and take moments for yourself. Like I'm still working on the moments. I've been so busy, you know, working from home at the Hamptons because I've launched, launched new products. You've launched products. I'm constantly busy. And I realize my husband is really busy, but he plays golf for four hours a lot of days. And I am doing the laundry. I'm putting the dishes away. And if he heard me now, he'd be like, oh, I really feel sorry for you. He does a, he does a <laughs> lot. But it's that stuff that I can't let go of. Mm-hmm. And that's me. But I'm, I need to let my kitchen be messy. And I need to sit outside with a book sometimes. I'm working. Let me tell you, I think that's one of the hardest things in the world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. going into the woods and like detoxing, like I have to take a trip for 16 days. Like I don't just take a day like your husband, Stephen does and go golfing and clear my mind and enjoy it. Why are we like that as women? We're like such multitaskers and we never allow ourselves a break. I don't know. I think just being type, I, I don't think I'm type A. I'm, I'm A minus. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little A minus. Sometimes, you know, I'd like to get to B plus, but I'm working on it. It's it's for me, my youngest son who lived in Telluride now is with us. He graduated college in June from my couch and he's been there. He's our chef and we just got new puppies. He's the, you know, in control of that. And you know what? I'm watching him let go of things and being able to be in the moment. So he's right now, he's my teacher. Thanks, Duke. Oh, I love that, Duke. And what, are, you know, a lot of parents that I've spoken to of, of, that have older kids that have kind of fl- fled the nest and now have come back during the pandemic, it's a beautiful gift for these parents. You know, many of them haven't found spouses yet, so they still are on their own. And mm-hmm. you get to kind of like relive this family unit with your adult children. And you just said you're learning from yours. So I think that that's one of the silver linings in all of this. And how old are your kids? So my kids are 13 and 15, so uh, they would still be home with me. <laughs> and that's definitely added to pressure for me because I am, you know, the chef three meals a day. You know, yeah. I'm an OCD house cleaner. So like my house, if, if things aren't in place, I have a hard time calming down. I'm working on that myself, like sitting down to read the book when there's dishes in the sink. I'm OCD, uh, self-diagnosed, by the way. Yes, I'm me too. And ADD. Yeah. I got the oh, two together. So I'm either organizing, lining <laughs> things up or everything is a 
bomb. Right, right. And you yeah. and you let yourself be that way, right? You like know when it's a bomb day and not. Like, so how yeah. do you try to manage yourself with that and accept these things about ourselves? Well, it's funny because I do a lot of Instagram lives now. And sometimes I sit there and I figured out how to not have all the junk in the back of me. Yeah. And, you know, I, every once in a while, I just want to get up and say, guys, I want you to see I'm not perfect. Like right. things are just like your house. It's normal. Right. Exactly. And it's good to be normal. I think that we certainly people who are multitaskers and overachievers and like type A, type A minus personality, OCD, you know, we all have little pieces of that in us. And one of the things that I learned was, especially managing people, I really learned this, that, you know, putting pressure, unnecessary pressure on ourselves, on our employees, on our family, on our children is so counterproductive. Some of the, you know, major, you know, celebrity designers I work for, like Calvin Klein or Donna Karen, like watching the immense pressure, especially in the fashion industry, you know what I mean? For perfection and getting everything out on time. I tried to take a different approach with my employees because I came out of that. And so I was a yeller. I was a pusher. I was, we got to get this done. Where's everybody? Why is this not finished yet? You know, but I think what I had to really practice and and the pandemic has helped this is it's always going to be okay. If the house is not burning, don't run around like the house is burning, right? Like, I know that you know what I'm talking about. Like, I know that you've been in these situations like publishing date, deadline on a book, getting a new product out, launching a new product, no matter where, where it is. Like, can you lend some advice? Well, I got to tell you, I've never been that stressed about those things. If I have a deadline, I get there and I make sure I get there. I don't work into the night to make sure it happens because I can't. Yeah. I do things really quick. I hire people that are able to take what's out of my head and put it on paper or what's out of my head, put it in a packaging. And I don't love and I don't live for that chaos yeah. that so many well-known people do. Yeah. I realize I could do my job. I could, I could be really intense and really laser focused but then I could still go home and have dinner with my family. Yeah. I've always been that way. And I I think a lot of it has to do with my husband, Stephen, who's always been there to calm me down and, and not allow me to be one of those people that I watched. I witnessed, you know, being a makeup artist in the fashion and beauty world. Oh my God. I witnessed everything. You know, I saw it. I remember one fashion show I did with you for Yummy Tummy. And I remember mm-hmm. it was in a strip club. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember. And I remember like, you know, my, my PR people that were walking around clicking their heels saying, what is this? Where are we? What's going yeah. on? And I'm just like, guys, it's just one of another thing, you know, it was different. Yes. And I, I don't remember what happened that day, but there was something and whether like the models were late or the editors weren't coming, there was something very stressful. And I remember I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Well, it's why I cho- it's one of the reasons why I chose you because I was launching a new business and you're of a very calming influence. And I remember talking to you about, because we were trying to make a splash in a very big pond of fashion week. And so we wanted to do something, you know, a little daring and shapewear at the time was very ugly. It was very much a dirty little secret and an embarrassment, something that you took off in the ladies bathroom before you went 
home with somebody, God right. forbid. And Yummy was beautiful. And we were trying to show off that it was beautiful and to make a statement. And I remember talking to you about it and I was really stressed out and you were so calming. And I was like, will you please do me for my makeup for the show? And you were like, yes, of course, of course. Yeah. So I, I think that we have to practice calmness, right? Practice meditation, practice a little bit of self-awareness, right? And quiet space in our mind. Now, those of us who need it most, you're a little bit of an anomaly because you're calm and excitable, right? But I found it very difficult to meditate because I was always racing. Do you meditate? Do you do you take moments to slow your mind? Does that help ground you? I mean, I do. I wouldn't say I sit in a room, you know, with the Buddha right at a clock for 20 minutes but i know when i need to kind of take things down a notch and so it's my own form of meditation i'm not very good at like going to the calm app i i think i i did a, a speech with the founder of calm and i downloaded it you know now i pay monthly but i don't think i've been on except once right you know but i could sit in a chair and breathe and, you know, I, I also could be in a room with people having an intense meeting and I know how to like visual, I'm very visual. So I could visually see myself leaving the room and not being there. Oh. And that kind of like protects me and lets me kind of calm down and, you know, lets me observe. Like I learned as someone who always likes to have a seat at the table, I always have, I like to push back in my head and observe what's going on. And not be reactive. Great so, advice. That's something I learned. So I love that you just said that because that's an amazing practice. It's literally think before you speak. Mm -hmm. Listen, you do mentoring. You're helping female entrepreneurs now mentor. You have 241 Cosmetics and Range Beauty. Those Can you talk a little bit about your mentoring and how you're using these kind of pieces of advice to help foster new talent? And there's a few more too. I've got a handful. So there's nothing that's been organized or set up. But when Black Lives Matter movement came and everyone is talking about starting mentorship programs and, you know, we should be doing this, we should be doing this. I, as I always am on Instagram, I just DM'd the companies and I said, hi, I'm Bobby Brown. You're doing a great job. If you need any help, let me know. And, you know, the founder is like, excuse me, <laughs> what did I just read? <laughs> and, you know, we, and so I, I've gotten a few of these, I would say I probably have about a handful right now where they can call me and say, okay, I just had a meeting with Sephora. This happened. I, you know, I'm having this packaging problem. Tell me what to do. And right. you know what? I could talk them down on things. Yes. Like, and I could give some advice and I, you know, introduced them to a few people and it's not a, you know, yes, it's a phone call. I don't do Zooms anymore. I did one Zoom with each. You want me, text me and I'll call you back. That's amazing. So taking all of your years of experience in beauty and, you know, obviously in the whole cosmetics field and now in wellness and you simply, she, can you guys just hear what she did? She took companies that were doing amazing and she said, hi, I'm Bobby Brown. You may know me and I think you're doing a great job. And if you ever need my help, do that. Like I started a consultant business because I kept getting so many questions and, you know, I wanted to help people young, but like you said, like it became overwhelming and I started a consulting business, but I kind of moved away from the consulting because it's a lot easier just to give some people free advice sometimes, Yeah, you know, well, just to help push them around the corner. Well, most of these founders do not have the money yes. to hire people. I mean, you know, one of them is still 
literally shipping out of her house and she's got a couple retail things that are happening and, you know, she will eventually move. And, you know, the big question is how do I scale? Mm -hmm. How do I, you know, how do I get investment? And I always tell people, try not to get investment. Yes. You know, try to do it your, your own, try to, you know, to bootstrap. I love that. So one of the things that Bobby had mentioned was like, you know, she like she hires people that are better than her in certain places or can figure out what she wants or finish her sentence for her. But we all don't have that opportunity when we're starting a new business to hire a staff, you know, and to have our right hands there. And we're very much sometimes on our own and that can feel overwhelming, but it's part of the journey. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Have you been thinking about maybe having your own podcast? Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor, they'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple and many more. With Anchor, you can start to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership as well. It's truly everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So tell me about your wellness brand, because I swear I didn't know about it until I Googled yesterday. Oh, you're kidding. No, when did your wellness brand launch? So I've been working on it for four years, really, like formulating Beyond Fresh. And and Beyond Fresh is really uh, all organic. It's juicing. It's really juicing in powder form. So you're getting lots of minerals, lots of vitamins, everything organic, all the fruits and veggies that we just don't get enough of. Even I don't get enough of, and I know. I'm I'm educated. I know better. I'm not sitting down eating big plates of leafy greens every day. I don't have the time. So it was for people on the go, people who needed uh, me to do the thinking for them. It was affordable, organic food that was affordable. That was very important for me when I was doing my kind of health coaching. Like we both went to school, not necessarily to become health coaches, but to help fill the gaps of what we are wisdom, what we needed to know and how we could then use our platforms to help other people feel better the same way we wanted to do better, feel better, be better, live longer, stack the odds in our favor against disease and inflammation and this sort of thing. So Beyond Fresh just had its one year anniversary at Shop HQ and um, I've added skincare to it, wellness, all natural cold press skincare. Wow. So 
we are doing the same thing, you know, different, like you're, you're feeding our beauty from the inside out. You're feeding our collagen. You're giving us adaptogens to help calm us down and talk a little bit about your brand and, you know, what the aspects of beauty, you know, from the inside out were for you a little bit more with Evolution 18 and how you named it and tell us all about it. Evolution 18, I mean, evolve. So evolution, we're always, we're always evolving. And I have a TV and a photo studio in Montclair called 18 Label, which is the address. So this was just an offshoot. I'm looking at it right now. I was going to use it, by the way. I was going to call you and ask you to do a shoot there. I still may. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah. The Food Network shoots out of there. Yeah. And now Masterclass is shooting out of there. So yeah, it's really great. So it's a line of supplements. And as I tell everyone, they are supplements because there is no, you know, nothing you could do about fixing a bad diet. They supplement the diet. So we have easy things to take, whether it's my favorite one is called Debloat, which helps you, you know, it's a remedy and it just helps you get rid of the water in your body when you maybe the night before had a cocktail, because I still drink my cocktails. Do you? Yes, definitely. Because okay. right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just use kombucha as my mixture now. <laughs> yeah, you tequila or vodka? Tequila and kombucha. Not that I'm drinking it now, but this is cayenne yeah. cleanse. Uh huh. This is a cayenne kombucha, and I would put a shot of tequila yeah. in this. It's delicious. Yeah. After hours. If we I were bet. filming this at five, I'd be having a yeah. drink with you. <laughs> well, that, sounds, that sounds really good. So, you know, I've got a whole bunch of products. My uh, Another star product is our chocolate whey protein powder. I know a lot of people don't eat whey anymore, but I find that it really helps me the most with energy. And it's a, it's a blend with MCT oil mm-hmm. and prebiotics. It fills me up. And, you know, I always say it fills me up so I don't touch the bread at dinner. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm eating, I'm eating more bread now than I ever have during this uh, quarantine. And you know what? It's okay. Yes. I I realize, like, I like bread. It Mm -hmm. fills me up. I'm eating less calories. I've actually lost about seven pounds since quarantine. Yeah. Because I'm eating at home. I'm moving my body and I'm not eating as much. I'm just, it's bizarre. That's great. So you're eating bread, but she's losing weight. So like, that's a super example of where we let propaganda cloud our heads. You know, at the end of the day, if you're on a weight loss plan or you want to keep your weight stable, it's, I don't want you to calorie count, but it's like gas in your tank. Right. It is. If you're going to eat 3000 calories and you're on a weight loss plan a day, you're not going to lose weight. I don't care if you eat them in Twinkies or you eat them in, you know, like whey protein shakes, you know, it doesn't matter. And I know I did it for lunch. Breakfast, I had a shake. Yeah. I had a sandwich for lunch. And dinner, I'm not going to have, you know, a giant piece of bread. I'll probably have, you know, fish and vegetables and maybe some brown rice or quinoa. So it's about having an education where you start to make choices that are better and healthier for you. And so I love that you're supplementing things, A, that worked for you. I think that's one of the most important things is like, listen, this is what works for me. And that's what you know the best, right? You don't know what works for me really that well. You know what works for you really that well. And we also have gummies, which I'm sorry, it's just so much easier to take a gummy than a pill. Mm -hmm. We've got a CBD gummy. We have a beauty gummy. You know, I think we're coming out with an apple cider vinegar gummy because I'm just, I'm not someone that loves pills. Right. So, you know, I, I sell a couple 
pills because we can't get them in a gummy, but we we make sure that we sell all natural ingredients, mm-hmm. the you know fruit pectin and not regular sugar. So we try the best. Yeah. So they're naturally, we do, we share a manufacturer, me and Bobby. So our products come from an incredible source that, you know, you have to know where your stuff comes from. And so we kind of are doing the homework for you. I ate your gummies this morning. Ah. And they're delicious. Um, the chill or the beauty gummy? <laughs> I took the beauty gummies this morning. Okay. Well, you probably need the chill. <laughs> I need the chill. You know I do. A hundred miles an hour. Yeah, I love, see, like, that's one of the things that I think we just don't know enough about. Like, we don't know. We're so overprescribed. We watch television and they're telling us what we should be telling our doctors to get. You know, all of the advertising for pharmaceuticals on television, it really drives me crazy. So what I try to say is, what does nature have to offer me first? Exactly. You know, I could take a uh, Xanax, as Ramona would tell me. You know, she'd yell at me and say, take a Xanax. That was a housewife scene that was very famous. Or you can start to work with adaptogens like your CBD uh, gummies. And, you know, yeah. So we have have a visitor since I'm he, he bombed my Instagram live yesterday, not knowing I was on. Is that I'm on Steven? a podcast. It is Steven. Oh, hi. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Let's talk about the hotel for a minute. Will you come and oh, join God. us? Tell us how <laughs> the <in> podcast. <laughs> come and tell us about the George, because this was a labor of love for you two together. Right. Didn't you partner on this idea? Hi, Steven. Steven, Bobby's wonderful, loving yeah. husband just joined us. Yes. Do you want to talk about our wonderful hotel? I was there today. Yeah. I hadn't been there for a month or two. It's beautiful. How did this all come to be? Because, you know, this is your hometown. Maybe you're, you're better at this. No, I just fumbled <laughs> around. It was a beautiful building. And then we got into it and just, you know, room by room. Really. I, he, yeah, he is not good at this, but he does the work. So Stephen is a very amazing, incredibly talented developer and businessman. And he had this property. He bought this old rundown building in Montclair. He didn't know what he was going to do with it. And then I left the company. And he said, let's turn this into a hotel. And I'm like, really? Okay. And we did. It took us two years, year Bobby's and a half. a very good marketer, yes. No, I just yeah. tell the truth. I let my building <laughs> speak themselves. But yeah. yes. It is. Uh, I've a, seen the pictures. I mean, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. Really, it's nicer than the pictures. It's actually really Yeah, fun. it is. It's really, it's do, and it's really fun. We've got some fun people staying there. I love it. It's a labor of love. And we, unfortunately, during quarantine we don't have the food we don't have the wine we don't have all the things we normally have but we are still a functioning hotel very safe hotel and uh it's been really fun that's amazing well i'm gonna come visit you guys and have cocktails at the george with you steven your your mask looks like an ascot you look amazing right now i keep telling him those masks aren't good enough Bye. <laughs> Bye. At least he's got one on. That's, you know, yeah, half the battle. Half we the battle. Yeah, that's so funny. So that's really cool. So did you ever in a million years think you were going to design and develop a hotel? I never did. You know, I, I I knew I was an entrepreneur, but I sold, we we both sold the company after Bobby Brown Cosmetics after yeah. four years. I stayed for an employee 22 years. And you don't realize until you leave that this is who I am. This is what I do. I start businesses. I grow businesses. So, you know, the hotel was just one of the handful of products that I worked on. And, 
you know, we did all sorts of things, partnerships with One King's Lane, with Espresso, with Casper, with Dyson. You know, I curated my favorite things and, you know, it's been really fun. And you probably reached out to some of those companies yourself, just like you did the other companies and say, hey, I'm building a hotel and I want to have you here. And that's amazing marketing and networking. I think that that's beautiful. I love it. I can't wait to see it. That'd be great. Hi guys, I'm Caitlin Carter, host of the Brightside Podcast. I created this show as a space for people who have had an impact in my life to further inspire others through their stories, their honesty, their kindness, and optimism. Each week, I'll be sitting down with inspiring friends, new and old, to have meaningful conversations centered around our own experiences with complete transparency and authenticity. We will discuss how we face challenging moments, adjust perspective, and reframe situations to find the silver lining. I personally believe that there is a bright side to every situation, and I'm excited to have this platform to encourage that way of thinking and share this message with you all. New episodes come out on Tuesdays, so come join me and start your week on the bright side. One of the things I wanted to talk about was moving on, right? So we both had businesses that we loved. They were part of who we were. We built them with our own two hands. We made them incredible. We had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in them. We had, you know, employees come and go. What was it like when you knew it was time for you to move on? Well, it was not overnight. And it was, yeah. you know, it took a while. It took years, actually, yeah. of being, you know, not happy and frustrated. But I loved my business and my brand so much that, I thought, well, I could do this. I could fix this. I could get them to hear me out. And it just didn't happen because, you know, I wanted one thing and they clearly wanted something else. So it was, it was not easy. And October will be four years. I get the chills when you tell me that story because the same thing with me and Yummy. I mean, I just did not, uh, we were not on the same wavelength. You know, I was the creative, I was the visionary. I was, it was my business. I had the patents. It was all my idea back to the money, try to do it yourself. He was the money and at the beginning, and then the company was, it was self-sustaining from the beginning. But there came a point when I had to say, this is not worth it for me. I know I built it and I love it, but I'm going to, what's better for me is leaving. And I didn't, it took me a minute. I think I used to think of it as defeat. Like even the day I actually stepped and I left my namesake and I walked away I was really strong and empowered when I did that. And I, when I look back now, I feel really brave for having done it. But mm. then I had all this aftermath, like in my head, you know what I mean? Where I really wasn't ready for it. And I didn't, and I looked at it as defeat. I don't look at it like that anymore at all. I look at it as success and I look yeah. at it as winning and knowing myself where I didn't allow to get beaten up and you know, walk through this miserable, you know, existence in life that I could be an entrepreneur because that's who I was. And I was going to get out and do it again, even after I had been in one business for quite some time. You know what I mean? I wasn't really, you know, starting a lot of new businesses at that time. I was still an entrepreneur in my heart and soul and doing it now feels really good. So I, I think what I'm trying to say to the listeners is it's okay to shift gears. It's okay to say, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't working for me anymore. And I think it's very empowering and that we should embrace that because I don't think that we've been taught to embrace that. You know, we've been, certainly our generation was like, find a career and be really good at it. And that's what's going to, you know, now we can have three, four different careers. I tell my daughter that all the time at 13 years old, you could be a lot of things. And, you know, for me, I just like being the boss. Yeah. I just like being the boss. 
I like I like working with teams, but I like getting people's opinion, but I like having the ultimate opinion. So let's talk a little bit about because you're such an expert in a lot of things, but lots of things, beauty and, you know, fashion and understanding because you've just been around it for so long and then wellness. Are there any new things that you're into right now? Any favorite things that, you know, new things you found or old favorites that are tried and true for you that we can share with our listeners? Well, I've been using a lot of coconut oil mm-hmm. on my hair and on my skin. I've been using um, apricot kernel oil, which is a really oh. good oil for the skin. You, and my favorite moisturizer is um, unfortunately very pricey, but it's really worth every penny. And it's Augustitis Bader. Have you tried it? No. Oh my God. I, it's it's the most amazing. It's founded by a German uh, scientist and it's outrageous. And it just evens out. I'm not wearing makeup. I'm not wearing foundation. Yeah, you look beautiful. Your skin is really uh, incredible, I have to say. I mean, you would uh, never be able to guess your age ever. And I have wrinkles. I don't shoot things in my face. Right. And I'm so bad. I've got yesterday's mascara under my eye. I have to take that. <laughs> like, we started this podcast. I'm like, we're not filming, right? Yeah, no, and we're good. No, we're not. I said, oh, good. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about, because I think it's really nice and, you know, kind of as we close things up, like one of your philosophies, well, you kind of have three. Be kind, be strong, and be you. Will you expand upon that a little bit for us? Well, be kind. I mean, to me, I don't understand why you would be any other way except nice and kind. I I just It doesn't make any sense. And I'm like up to here with everybody on social media and the internet, like canceling everyone. It's like half of my friends have lost their platforms and jobs just because they say something that maybe someone doesn't agree with. Right. I just, I don't get it. I really, and a lot of people are being hurt, but anyways, there's so many good things about social media and that platforms. Be kind, be nice, be strong. I mean, what does strong mean? Strong doesn't mean you're a bitch. Strong just means that you have the ability to go forward and just whatever gets thrown at you, you just go through it. You figure it out. Confidence and, and conviction. Yeah. And just and just honestly, there's no substitute for just putting a, your shoes on and walking straight and yeah. keep walking, keep doing it. Yeah. It's showing up as half the battle, right? And then be you. Like try not to try to be what people you think people want you to be. Like really be true to who you are. It's just so much easier when mm-hmm. you realize just be yourself. And you know, I was I was telling someone in my office today, I said, I don't mean to piss people off, but sometimes I just do. Yeah. You know, because I say what I, you know, talking about the the girlfriends and the fiancés, it's like, I can't help it. I say things I don't think before I say, mm-hmm. but maybe I should say it differently, but I would say the same thing. Yeah. There's an, there's an adage that says, say what you mean, but don't say it mean. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I want you guys to explore your inner and outer beauty. You can go check out Bobby on her website. Okay. Which is amazing. And well, it's really a podcast, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Justbobby.com is your editorial website and that's J-U-S-T-B-O-B-B-I.com. But then do you also have a podcast too? I do. I have a podcast called Beyond the Beauty. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I need to come on that. Tell me about that. That sounds so fun. Well, we did our first season. The second season, our founders of of cosmetics companies. 
So we're, we haven't started the second one yet. Uh, so I can't be on it yeah. yet, but soon. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of the wellness the first time. So, and then on Instagram, just Bobby Brown. You can go on Instagram. You can go to the George Hotel Montclair, or you can go to um, 18 Label to see the studio. Yeah. Or at evolution18.com. Honestly, just Google me. You'll figure it out. Please, you guys, go check her out. She's just always so full of great information and inspiration. Thank you so much for coming on and being uh, yeah. on my podcast. I loved it so much. My pleasure. Talk soon. Nice to see you. I am going to definitely check out your products. Thank you so much. Bye. Welcome to Hollaback. This is the part of my podcast where I answer all of your questions. Thomas Moore at Give Me More asks, I love your relationship with Jonathan on the show. Talk about how you guys met and some wisdom for people who haven't met their Jonathan yet. Oh, thank you. I do think he is the sexiest and most beautiful house husband there ever was. I love my relationship with Jonathan too. And it's not without its struggles. I mean, we definitely have our, our lumps and bumps and our wrinkles, you know, along the way, but we respect one another and we uh, feel very fortunate to have found one another. And we've gone through quite a bit together as a married couple. Some of those things that people will say, like doctors, or there's, you know, statistics out there that say, these are the things that, you know, traditionally break up a marriage like a sick child. You know, even building a home, building a house together can break up a marriage, they say. And John and I have checked a lot of boxes together. And how we met was really fun. I was working for Puffy at the time, and we were having a New Year's Eve party. He was throwing a big white party down in Miami. And it was the Shore Club is a hotel down in Miami, and it was brand spanking new at the time. And Puffy had taken over the Shore Club to have his New Year's Eve party. But there were a few guests at the hotel that had booked like pre-launch to stay there. And Jonathan was booked there with some of his friends. And I rolled into town with Puffy and the posse and we started building a dance floor over the pool. So a lot of the guests weren't that happy with it, but I ran down to the beach because I was like, I had a few hours off in the morning. So I was going to go get my tan on and I went down to the beach and Jonathan was down there with his friend, Charlie. And we started talking And we just kind of never left each other from that moment on. It really was just natural. We met, we started talking, we had a good time. We saw each other around the hotel the next few days. I invited them to the party. They came to the party. We partied all night. We actually out-partied Puffy that night. I was very proud of myself. Then John and I uh, recognized that we only lived 20 blocks from each other in New York. So when we flew back to New York uh, after New Year's Eve, He called me right away. We went out to a movie and some pizza and we've been together ever since. So it was very right. It felt very real. There wasn't a lot of struggle or effort. It came naturally to us. And so some wisdom for the people that haven't met their Jonathan, just keep putting yourself out there. Keep meeting people. When you find a connection with someone and you feel it, you know, that serotonin, that chemistry, it's real act on it. And when you don't have it, try not to force it so much. I I think that we all have our our, our matches out there. And I also think uh, some of us are meant to be single and meant to go through life because there's, you know, too many people. There's a lot of great people out there to love. So don't let society bear you into a hole that, you know, there's only one person because for some people that's not the case. So I know that you're going to find all kinds of happiness and love and great people in your life. I hope that answers your question. Thanks, Thomas.
My next question is from Jacob Washington. And Jacob asks, do you have any advice on switching careers and how can I best utilize my skills in a new industry? I work in real estate and I want to start working in mental health. Oh, I love this question, Jacob, because a lot of people think too hard on this one. And it's a really simple answer. You already work in real estate, so you know how to work with people. You have a lot of great skills in contacting people, exciting people, inspiring people, following up with people. And so you've got a great skill set in communications that you can easily move over into the mental health field. So if you want to start working in mental health, you want to look at the skills that you have from real estate and what pieces in mental health might you be able to transfer them very easily. So maybe it's starting in customer service. Maybe it's on a hotline, you know, do some training and and get on a hotline. You know, maybe you work as a social worker and you're going to be going into people's homes. So you have interpersonal skills in real estate. Every single experience we have in life leads us to our next opportunity. So just look at where those strengths you have are. And then that's where you want to dip your toe in the water in mental health, because you can say, well, I'm switching careers. I'm so well-versed in these attributes and they're so useful in this part of mental health. So find your path of least resistance and then grow and glow, baby. You got this, Jacob. In My Heart is a production of Embassy Row. Our executive producer is Sarni Rogers. This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anna Marie Johnson, Karen Silverstein, and Heather Thompson. The show is edited by Maureen Vigas. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Heather T. See you next week.